Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Morning, everyone. Friday morning, it is the 1st of July, 2022. Daniel Pettigrew in the chair for the final time today, final time this week. I hope you all had a good night last night, especially if you're a Manly fan. Just Manly 36 over the Melbourne Storm 30. We'll talk about that game in just a second. Already got a text in about that game. An amazing game. Manly deserving the win, but Melbourne, that late comeback in the last five or so minutes had everyone a little nervous. Well done to the Manly Seagulls. More on that in just a second. The cricket, uh, well poised at the moment. Good innings by Cameron Green has left Australia, uh, you'd say, on top at the moment, heading into day three, although uh, play was disrupted by rain and bad light throughout day two. Live tennis on at the moment as well. I'll update you on that in just a second. So plenty to get through over the course of the next hour before Jimmy Smith and James Magnuson take you through the SEN 1170 breakfast show, filling in for Vossi and Brandy. And through 1620 Gold Coast, and our brand new station that launches in 59 minutes, 693 SENQ. It'll be patent heels to take you through the breakfast show up in Queensland from 6am. So plenty to get stuck into in the next hour. The phone number the same, 1300 01 1170. You can text 0457 736 736. The hot topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Before we look at last night's match, let's just update you on Wimbledon and I'll have a more detailed update for you a bit later on in the show. But Alex Demonor is on court at the moment against Jack Draper from the UK from Great Britain. Uh, Draper took the first set. He took the first set 7-5. And now in the second set, it's on serve with Alex Demonor leading three games to two. So we'll keep you across that throughout the course of the next hour and then in the respective breakfast shows. Nick Kyrgios also getting a win overnight. We'll talk about that a little later on. Uh, NRL-wise, though, Manly 36 over the Melbourne Storm 30. Uh, When Brandon Smith scored that try... Uh, and then they got those four, what was it, four tries in five minutes. You thought potentially Melbourne were going to stage one of the biggest upsets of all time. But Manly did well enough to hold on. And it was a huge win for the Manly Seagulls as well. I think I said on the show yesterday that about a month or so ago, I think everyone, including myself, had ridden Manly off from making the top eight. But they've proven so far people wrong. And I think it also shows that although Penrith... Uh, ahead of Melbourne, but Penrith and Melbourne, we all think are ahead of all the other teams in the NRL. It does show that these two teams are beatable. Uh, Now, not very often, and you have to play some very, very good football, as we saw last night with the Manly Seagulls, but you can beat them, which does leave a bit of hope for those other teams that haven't been able to beat them heading into the last few rounds of the season and then into the final series. 36 points to 30. Kieran Foran and Daly Cherry Evans, uh, very, very impressive last night uh, for the Manly Seagulls. Craig Bellamy was slightly critical of his team after the game, which is unlike Craig Bellamy, uh, but he said after 60 minutes we were getting what we deserved. We sparked a bit at the end, but that's too late. You need to be consistent the whole 80 minutes, and we certainly weren't. I was really just disappointed in our defence and really disappointed in some individual performances that just weren't up to scratch. 
in that first hour, there were tries that should not have been scored. Just make your tackles. How many soft tries did they score by just running through us? That's not good enough. The Storm, to be fair, did have several players backing up from State of Origin and test matches last weekend, but Bellerin refused to use it as an excuse. Manly fans, Melbourne fans, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. What did you make of it? Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen made his return as well. First game in around about six weeks since round nine. And uh, round nine. And it was a bit of an up and down performance. He did, however, score two tries in the final five minutes. However, uh, probably hot and cold, but we probably expected that. He hadn't played for around about six or seven weeks. So still good to see him back on the field. And I'm sure he'll pick up his form over the course of the next couple of weeks. I also already got a text in from Jason saying, Dan, I'm disappointed with the Melbourne Storm performance last night, but we did need the wake-up call. Uh, yes, well, I think all clubs need a wake-up call from time to time. I wouldn't be overly concerned if I was a Melbourne fan, although I would say just before we play the highlights then have a chat with Charlie about the rest of round 16, I think that's been coming for a while like, for the Melbourne Storm. They were rusty against uh, the Roosters a few weeks ago. I mean, rusty in a couple of their other matches as well against Brisbane as well and understrength Brisbane. So I'm not overly surprised about that loss. I didn't tip Manly, but not overly surprised. If you look at their past two or three weeks, uh, they've been down on form. So it might be the thing they need. They do, however, play the Sharks next week, next Thursday night, but that will be without Origin Stars uh, for both those two teams. So that'll be interesting. Uh, probably a real good chance for the Sharks to get a win there against the Storm. Uh, yeah, so your thoughts on that game? If you're a Manly fan, if you're a Storm fan, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And I want your bold predictions for the weekend in sport. There is a lot of sport happening across the weekend. NRL, Wimbledon, we've got the cricket, day three continuing a little later on today. AFL, whatever your sport, your bold prediction for your sporting weekend, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, a chance for you to win a Velveline t-shirt this morning at six minutes past five. Let's have a listen back to last night's highlights, as you would have heard here on SEN, and then we'll have a chat with Charlie and preview the rest of round 16. There's the little kick. Does it get through? Does it get go. through? Here goes Kohler. Kohler. Oh, they catch him. Away they goes catch the young him. man. Hughes. Hughes has given up on the chase. There goes Kohler. The fans knew it straight away. Tolatel Kohler gets across. No one catches him. Now Grant goes to the left to Hughes. They straighten up. Oh, Long pass. Nick Meany scores the try. Well, our two experts said it. Shaw Unify, uniform experts. You can't give Melbourne this many chances and they won't make you pay. They have metres out. They come left-hand side, four and out the back. They've got the extra number. Of course they have. Garrick doesn't miss. More like Tommy T than Tommy T. Saab gets across for the try and the Seagulls finally hang on to one. Now the scoreline, eight six, thanks to mate. 45 metres out, comes to DCE. It's a belly of the ball kick. It's a spiraler. It'll come down. Oh, he's let it bounce. Pappenhausen let it bounce. Now it comes back into the hands of the Manly player and he scored it. <laughs> Christian Tupiloto has picked up the bouncing ball and scored the try. That's horrible from Ryan Pappenhausen. Okay, centre field, 15 metres out. They go to four and four and went short. Oh. Davy. Oh, oh sub! Juggled it three times, third time lucky, and Melbourne couldn't hang on. They were a player short, Manly, didn't matter. 
They go to Garrick. Garrick, they've got the extra number. May not need the extra number. That is great work there from Morgan Harper. Just muscled his way over the line. Had the man outside him. Didn't need him. He's played well tonight. Poked his nose through a couple of times. And now the scoreline is 22 points to six. Olokawatu. Olokawatu! Wow! Oh, you what a powerhouse. Skipped through a tackle, skipped through another one, and then used his power to go past Pappenhausen. What a talent this young man is. Oh, hang on, the Cheese has got through and scored a try. Cheese has got a one on try. I told you there'd be more points. Wow. Just not for Melbourne, under the black dot. Jake Trebojevic is speaking to Grant Atkins, saying what's going on. But Cheese, all peroxided hair and everything, has got another try for the Melbourne Storm. They go right side, DCE, through long! Olwen wasn't looking up, he was looking at the ball player and DCE found the man hitting the hole. That was Tolotau Kola. Olwen got across and scored. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, Spud. Wow. I don't think they're going to do it, but they've got themselves another try, 36-26. Now Pappenhausen, wow. he's going to get away. They're going to score it. There'll be 14 seconds left. So he wants to stop the clock, ASAP, points to the spot, seven seconds remaining. That is a crazy game of footy. 36 points to 30 is the final scoreline, but that was all over the shot. And that is game one done of round 16 of the National Rugby League. But here with me to look at the remaining seven games is Charlie Goodsir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very, very well. Exciting weekend of rugby league. It's hard to forget uh, there was no NRL last weekend. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of... I, I know we've discussed it, you know, the buy rounds. Um, you could kind of slow down the season mm. a little bit. But the rep rounds were just as good as the regular season. So it feels like we haven't really gone anywhere. I loved it. I loved, I loved it. it too. Great to have the NRL back though. So let's look at the remaining seven games this weekend. Now I'm very, very intrigued about this one because before rep round, you tip the Titans two weeks in a row. They lost both of those games. They come up against the Newcastle Knights tonight at McDonald Jones stadium, 6 PM kickoff. Now we know you're a Knights fan, they haven't been playing very well. No Kalen Ponga up against the Titans, who currently are sitting in last position. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go three <laughs> weeks in a row. I'm going to tip the Titans. Really? But on the hope that I'm a bad luck for the Titans mm. and that tipping the Titans is bad luck for me and hoping that's kind of like a reverse psychology, you know, law of attraction mm. sort of thing. Hopefully so, for so you. The Knights yeah. can win, yeah. Um, it is an important game, though, because whoever loses this is in a really bad position. For yeah, the last I know. <laughs> um, oh, look, you'd think at home the Knights get them, but the Titans, they've been struggling all year, but I, I'm still waiting for them to turn it around a bit, where I'm not too sure where the Knights are at. Yeah, the Titans aren't a last-place team, and the Knights have been shocking at home this season. Yes. Uh, so you're going to tip the Titans? I'm going to tip the Titans, but in the hope that that puts the mocker on them and uh, the Knights win. Okay, well, I'm going to tip the Knights and we're going to laugh on Monday if the Titans do a beat uh, the Knights. Now, also tonight at 7.55, the Penrith Panthers taking on the Sydney Roosters. The Roosters currently in ninth position, or at least started the round at ninth position. Joey Manu apparently playing 5-8. Uh, big crowd at Penrith. I'm heading out there tonight. I think Penrith will win, but it will be interesting to see what the move from the centre position to 5-8 does for the Roosters for Joey Manu. And this is a very important game because everyone expects the Roosters to lose and then they're going to have to go on a run. But if they could jag a win, somehow it'd be a very, very big sculpt. But I think Penrith still. 
Yeah, they were very competitive for the first half hour mm. in, in that game uh, a few weeks back mm. at the SCG. I'm really excited about the Joey Manu move. Yep. I think that is a fantastic decision. Mm. I think especially in this game where mm. no one expects them to win and he's been electrifying at fullback for both club and country as well. Mm. Why not give him the ball more? Agreed. Why not get him in the thick of the action? He's been, I'd say, the informed player of the comp over the last few weeks. Mm. Everything in touch is a turn to goal at the moment. He nearly got them over the line against Canberra Raiders a few weeks ago as well when they are missing a lot of their origin stars. Mm. Go for it. And we saw when he moved in when we had Luke, when the Roosters had Luke Keery and Sam Walker off the field uh, during the Storm game into that 5-8 position. And what he does well is, yes, he doesn't have the greatest kicking game compared to a Luke Keery or Sam Walker, but he still has a kicking game. But it's a kicking game that opponents don't recognise, haven't seen much of. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a good move. I still think Penrith win, though. Yeah, Panthers. <laughs> yeah, Panthers for mine, too. Uh, that is tonight. Now, three games tomorrow. Three really good games for Super Saturday. Who would have thought we were saying this would be a good game? The Bulldogs, minus their coach Mick Potter, who is out with COVID, although he will be coaching from home, up against the Cronulla Sharks. Now, we sort of joke about the Bulldogs, but this is a crucial game for the Cronulla Sharks. They've been up and down since probably a month or so into the season, and the Bulldogs looking for yet another win. I'm tipping the Bulldogs, and here's why. Mm. I'm going on form. Mm. The Sharks, yes, they've won, but they've been less than convincing. Yep. The Bulldogs looking great. They are playing really attacking, attractive football at the moment. Mm. I think Matt Burden is really coming into his own, not mm. just in a Bulldogs uniform, but as a player mm. and as a playmaker as well. I think Foxy is getting the ball more. They just look like they've got this new lease on life where they know the season's pretty much a write-off. Mm. But boy, oh boy, are they looking fantastic and I love to watch them. And the Sharks are just stagnating a little bit and not looking that great. You mentioned Matt Burden. I think that was one of the things that we wanted to see when he left Penrith. We knew how good of a player he was, but he was in a star-studded team. Now he's not got that many stars around him. That's this past month of football, and we saw it in Origin last night, the other night as well, but in particular for the Bulldogs over the past few weeks, it's just been sensational. Yeah, fantastic. And just on, on the flip side of that, you look at the Sharks and... Nico Hines has been great this season, but I think mm. the last few weeks he's sort of just gone to the wayside yep. a, a little bit. I, I still think he should be in that Origin team um, for the first two games. Mm. He should have been. It's a little bit tricky now now that we absolutely smashed Queensland. But if he puts in a really good performance, it just makes that headache even bigger for Brad Fittler. And I yeah. don't want to give him any headaches. I don't, I don't wish him any, any bad No, any bad luck. Yeah, no. exactly. But I just think... Put in a good performance, remind, play, remind players and the rest of the competition and selectors as well that you're still a really good player when you're on. So yep. he needs to be on. That's the only way the Sharks win that game. But I think the Bulldogs are just looking too good. Yeah, I, I feel like tipping the Bulldogs as well. I, I would say one thing, though, in terms of this game. We've seen Parramatta lose to the Bulldogs. We've seen the Roosters lose to the Bulldogs. Now, if you're a top four side, you don't lose. No offense to the Bulldogs and how well they're playing. But you don't lose the Bulldogs, and you probably, if you do lose the Bulldogs, it's not a good look. And at this time of the year as well, when we are heading towards the finals, the top teams need to win these games. Need so, to bank them. Uh, important for the Sharks this uh, on tomorrow afternoon. Now, uh, five thirty tomorrow, Adam Reynolds up against Chad Townsend. It's the Battle of Queensland, or well, the two of the three of the Queensland teams. The Cowboys hosting the Brisbane Broncos. Now, you go back a couple of years ago. 
these contests were brilliant. One point deciders, I think there might have been three in a row that came down to a field goal. Both teams have struggled over the past couple of years, but we know how well both teams have been playing this year. This should be a beauty. This could even be the game of the round. For me, this is game of the round. Park yourself in front of a television at 5.30 p.m. and get ready for some fireworks. I think this will be a really high-scoring game. Mm. I think uh, the Broncos' attack is going to be bolstered with the return of Adam Reynolds. The Cowboys' defense is good, but I just think I think it will be a really high-scoring game. It will be a Mm. shootout. Mm. I'm going to go the Cowboys just because... I don't want to go against Cowboys anymore. They've just yeah. proven time and time again that they are the team that can match these other teams. And yeah, Cowboys I, all the way. I think home ground advantage as well plays a, a one. part for the Cowboys. There will, there will be some Broncos fans there, but definitely for the Cowboys. And an important game, Broncos coming into this round, sitting in fifth position, the Cowboys, if they could skip another two points ahead of them as well to further cement their top four position. I agree with you. I think it'll be close, but I think at home, I think the Cowboys will win. The other game on the, uh, tomorrow night, the Rabbitohs taking on the Parramatta Eels. This is another crucial game because depending what happens with uh, the Roosters tonight, um, they could potentially uh, slip out of the eight Souths or at least be on the verge of the eight. As it stands, coming into this round, they're in seventh. The Eels in sixth. Now, the Eels' last two matches before rep round, they lost the Bulldogs. Then they really were pretty good against the Roosters. The Rabbitohs have been hit and miss throughout the year. Latrell Mitchell does return, which is a big in for Souths, but I don't think it's enough to beat the Eels if the good Eels turn up. This is the hardest game to yep. tip in the round for me. It is a genuine flip of the coin sort of scenario where you don't know which eel side is going to turn up. Yep. You also don't know what Rabbitoh side is going to turn up. It's the it's the inconsistency cup, this one. Yes. I, I think Latrell is a big in. Huge. A lot of question marks. I don't know if he's going to be match fit. He mm. will be game aware. Yeah. He, he's a really smart footballer. He's got a great footy IQ. I think him being back, we've heard that that's really boosted the, I guess, happiness levels, if you will, of mm. Cody Walker. He's been a bit frustrated uh, this year. I, it's so hard to tip. I, I'm, I've been going back and forth all week. I'm going to go the Eels just because I've seen more good performances mm. than I have bad performances. That being said, though, the gap between their best and worst is far too great. Yep. But I am going to go the Eels. I think it's huge for the Eels tomorrow night because on one thing, I, I saw them firsthand a couple of weeks ago and I thought they were very good. In particular, that first half against the Roosters. I think the second half, the Roosters uh, probably had the better of the game, but the Eels did well uh, well enough to hold on and win that game. But if they're going to be taken seriously, and yes, they beat Penrith, they beat Melbourne, we know they can beat the good teams, but they need to consistently do it. And I still rate the Rabbitohs as one of the top eight teams this year. It's Roosters the same. So if they can do that every week and prove they're consistent. If they are to lose, though, then question marks again will be uh, right. We'll be on the front page of the paper, maybe not the front page, but definitely the back page of the paper on Sunday morning if they're to lose. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I'm tipping the Eels, though. I think they will win. And then we have two games on Sunday. Really looking forward to this one. Two o'clock at Mount Smart Stadium. Sold out. The Warriors taking on the Tigers. It's not very often you'd say you're looking forward to 15 play 14, but I really am looking forward to this. And I just hope... Look, I'm going to tip the Warriors. I will have one asterisk to that. The only reason I think they could lose is maybe the occasion could get to them, but hopefully for their fans, no offense to the Tigers fans, but hopefully for their fans, it actually spurs them on. I feel really sad for Tigers fans (laughs) this week because if it was any other team on any other occasion, I'd be, go Tigers. They're they're due for a win. They need a win. 
Um, but the Warriors, they've been through so much. Finally back at home. It was so great to see those images over the week of mm. them being returned home. Um, I'm going the Warriors, and I really think this will be a swan song. I, I think it's going to be a bit of a bloodbath. I think the last 20 minutes especially was just going to be a big party. So watch out, Tigers. And we saw how well New Zealand, the national team, played last weekend against Tonga with their first game back in New Zealand for two and a half years. I feel sorry for the Tigers as well. But, yeah, I think the Warriors should win. If they don't, on Monday morning we'll be talking about what on earth is wrong with the Warriors because if there's one game they should win, this year, it's on Sunday afternoon. We'll wait and see. And we finish up with the Dragons up against the Raiders at five past four at Wynn Stadium on Sunday. Look, another important game for both of these clubs. The Raiders wanting to stay in touch with the top eight. The Dragons coming into this round, sitting in eighth position. The Dragons need to win to cement that position in the top eight. And the Raiders need to win uh, to try and catch those teams just above them. These are the type of games I love at this point of the season. Yeah. Uh, and these sort of teams, one who's just in the eight, but they're kind of teetering off in the Dragons. Mm. One team in red-hot form trying to catch those teams in the Raiders. This will be a brutal physical game, I reckon. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing Jack Whiten back yes. as well. I think I, I don't think his spot is under any question in the New South Wales team. I think he was easily our best player in game one. Mm. He was only there in game... Oh, he wasn't there in game two only because of COVID. Mm. So he, he'll run in there, but just, just, just to remind Brad Fittler, just like, you know, Put me in. Put me starting centre. Yep. Uh, which will be interesting to see. So really looking forward to this one. I'm going to go the Raiders because I just think they are going to want it more. There's more on the line for the Raiders, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. I find tipping the Dragons hard. They have some really good performances there, but they're, you talk about the Eels, but the Dragons are a different class of inconsistent. And yeah, I think if the Raiders play their best, and that is a big if, but if they do play their best, I think they get the win on Sunday. Just quickly, next time we talk, I think the Origin teams will be about to be named or named your centres for New South Wales if everyone stays fit over the course of the weekend. Oh, that's a tricky one. Uh, Burden. Burden, is yep. a lock. Yep. I think I'd, I'd go Stephen Crichton as the starting centre yep. only because Jack Wyden is a genuine utility. Yep. And putting him at 14, you can plug him anywhere. Yep. And that's no disrespect to Jack Wyden, who should be in a starting set side. But if you're going to pick Crichton, he has to start. He can't be number 14. No Latrell. No Latrell. Latrell gone. Thank you, Charlie. We'll talk on Monday. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back with more 0457 736 736 or 1300 It's 26 past five. Good to be with you. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Dot au asking for your reaction on last night's game and your weekend forecast your bold prediction for the weekend yoval treatment's been in touch saying morning dan great game last night but it must be a little worrying for des hasler with manly letting in three tries in the last eight minutes against the cowboys last start then four tries in the last six minutes last night yes i agree whilst they'll be happy with the win I can't imagine they'll be getting away with that in the finals if they are to meet Penrith or Melbourne or any other of the teams in the finals. I'm looking forward to the start <clears throat> of the International Rugby League uh, rugby season this weekend with a Wallaby win 
against England tomorrow night. The Yeovil Treeman. Thank you for that one. Yes, the Wallabies in action as well across the weekend. All right, let us do a Wimbledon update. This is all thanks to Hume Tennis. Perfect also for interstate tennis groups travelling to Melbourne. Check out humetennis.com.au. I'll update you on that Alex Dimonor match in just a sec. He is on court right now. But some of the other uh, results throughout the course of the night. Unfortunately, Jordan Thompson went down to Stefana Sitsipas 6-2, 6-3, However, a very good win for Nick Kyrgios with Todd Woodbridge coming out and saying it's some of the best tennis he's ever seen Nick Kyrgios play. One straight set, 6-2, 6-3, 6-1. A few people tipping Kyrgios to go far in this year's tournament. We'll see uh, what happens with that. Now, in terms of Alex Dimonor, he's on court at the moment. He lost the first set to Jack Draper from uh, England, Great Britain, 7-5. But it's on serve in the second set with Dimonor leading 6-5. So uh, with Draper about to serve, looks like we could be heading for a tiebreaker, but we'll keep you up to date with that one uh, throughout the course of the next half an hour or so. Now, that's the men's side in uh, the women's singles. Just uh, looking through some of the results uh, there. Good win for Alia Tomlovanovic. Uh, she won 6-2, 6-2 there. So another Australian through to the third round of uh, Wimbledon, which is very, very important. Uh, Coco Golf is in action at the moment. Uh, first set and leading one love. And Iga Schwantek unsurprisingly won her match as well in the second round. However, it was taken to three sets, 6-4, 4-6, 6-3. She ended up winning that match. So that's just some of the action on day four of Wimbledon with Alex Demonor and Jack Draper on court at the moment. And Demonor uh, down one set to love, leading 6-5, but on serve in this second set. So it looks like uh, we will be heading to a tiebreaker. So we'll keep you across that. That's all thanks to Hume Tennis. Perfect also for interstate tennis groups traveling to Melbourne. Check out humetennis.com.au. And Brett Phillips will be on both the breakfast shows this morning to wrap up uh, all the action. Now, Sydney Roosters coach Trent Robinson is preparing to unleash a one-two punch in round 18 with Jared Rear Hargraves to return from injury and controversial forward Matt Lodge to be handed a Tricolors debut. Now, this news came out, what was it, Wednesday? that Well, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning that the Roosters were about to sign Matt Lodge. Uh, he will join them for the remainder of the season. Now, he wants Lodge to have a hit out for the North Sydney Bears side during the NRL side's bye next week before lining up against St. George Illawarra. Robinson Yed said yesterday, the timing for us in terms of the length of the contract, the need for us to get a bit bigger coming off the bench, we have a few injuries in that area. We know Rory Hargraves hasn't played in a while, suffered a hamstring injury in round 12. He said he's getting close. I'd like him to be right for the next round against St. George Illawarra. There's a lot that a player like that brings. There is a lot of physicality. The alpha male there that leads the pack. The Roosters, who are in the unfamiliar position of ninth on the ladder, do get Victor Radley back tonight for their match against the Penrith Panthers. He said it's good to get him back out there after six weeks. It's great to get him back in and playing. He is key to the way we play the game. Jared and Victor are those alpha guys. Robinson is also hoping Lodge's addition will add to the pack mentality. Lodge, we know, played eight games for the Warriors before quitting the club in May with a 700,000 golden uh, handshake after a heated altercation with club owner Mark Robinson. Uh, We know about Lodge's past, but Robinson said, uh, that's what I was satisfied with. You have to work out what it is a culture for, is to build a brick wall around it and protect it at all costs. 
or is it there to develop people, me included, all players and staff, after he had a 90-minute meeting with Lodge that convinced him the Roosters' culture can provide the kind of support needed for the 27-year-old to rebuild his NRL career. I wasn't on air on Wednesday. Uh, interesting uh, if they are. Well, it does look like they are going to sign Match Lodge. If you are a Roosters fan... 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I have to say, most of the reaction I've seen on social media about this from Roosters fans have been, has been negative, but it looks like it's going to happen with his debut against the Dragons in a fortnight's time up in Gosford. Interesting to see how that all works out. About to head to a tiebreaker in that match between Alex Demonor and Jack Draper. Uh, 40-30 it is in that last match. Uh, Draper, though, 6-5 down, so we'll keep an eye on that. Keep those text calls coming through 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. It's 27 and a half to 6. Good to have your company on this uh, Friday morning. It is six minutes to six o'clock. Alex Demonor did take that th- uh, second set. And in the third set, it is two love to Demonor and 40 all. So he's doing uh, very well. One set all in that match. A text from Jason saying, Dan, the biggest annual sporting event in the world starts late tonight. The Tour de France, couple of Aussies, Ben O'Connor and Jack Haig have a good chance of a top five or better overall finish. Jason from Windsor. Thank you, Jason, for that. Yeah, looking forward to the Tour de France beginning across the weekend. Now, don't forget to be listening uh, to Breakfast with Brandy and Vossi, but today, Jimmy Smith and James Magnuson, your last chance to win the ultimate State of Origin experience for Game 3 at Suncorp Stadium on July 13. Prize includes two gold reserve tickets, return flights and accommodation. That is valued over $2,000. So your last chance to go in the draw this morning and the winner will be announced just before 9am this morning with Jimmy Smith and James Magnuson. And don't forget, through 1620 Gold Coast and our brand-new radio station launching in exactly five minutes, 693 SENQ, Padden Heels with The Breakfast Show from 6am there. So really looking forward to our new station in Queensland launching in five minutes' time. Padden Heels to take you through The Breakfast Show uh, there. Alex Demonor, two love up in that third set, and it is one all between Demonor and Draper. Thank you for your company this week. Been a lot of fun. As always, have a wonderful weekend, whatever you're doing, and I will catch you back here Monday morning from 5am. Stand by. Breakfast is next. Have a great weekend. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.